Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our works, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello. I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And hello, everybody. My name is Inanna Moon. And, <laughs> and we have <laughs> Everybody our knows second she is. time. Yes, right. <laughs> Surely, you know, <laughs> this is Austin Wells, a dear friend. Um, you hopefully have already heard an episode <laughs> with her, but I am so excited to have her here for a longer visit. And um, she's a she's a spiritual medium. She's a shaman, a spiritual teacher, or should I say shamanic practitioner? What do you go that we've had this discussion before, but I think it's it's worth talking about again do you like shaman shamanic practitioner soul gardener soul gar- pardon Ooh. me it the encompasses founder the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. and absolutely soul. the founder of a beautiful work <laughs> body of work yeah she's a soul gardener beautiful excellent and yeah. then just on a side note we were um we were tripping out because austin <laughs> and i know a lot of the same people yeah. <laughs> so it was like that is Synchronicity and all brought up by pulling a card at the end of the last episode, which I think is very spirit driven. It's like, oh, and by the way, you guys have this in common. It's like answered a question. Yes, yeah. And with do we bring up up pasts or not? Uh, Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Spirit said, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, spirit. This is fun. I know. (laughs) There's a lot of love going on. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. These episodes. Um, I also was just thinking, part of the reason I'm stumbling over words was suddenly my mind is taking me back to, it was it was a while after I met you, but um, I was honored by Austin to get to be part of her spiritual practice circle, her mediumship Ooh. circle. Mm. And um, because I know that we have people who are coming more and more into their practices as psychics and mediums. Did you want to talk a little bit about the importance of circle or any memories or anything that comes up for you? Memories. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, cue cue the song. I love sitting in spirit circles. So a spirit circle is essentially when you get a group of like-minded individuals whose focus is, it can be to focus on one individual within the circle to expand their awareness and their Mm -hmm. gifts, but it also can be a venue for many souls to collectively, much like you were talking about the beauty of intention in your introduction, focus on one specific thing as a collective consciousness and then see what happens as a group experience and an individual experience. So also like a healing circle as well. Yes. Right? But I mean, that, <clears throat> I, I think all spiritual this was events are healing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But there's such a power. It's like when you go to a convention or you do a group meditation, it's so much more powerful. Everybody's visuals are so much better yeah. because there's just a 
so much more potential when people sit in circle together. See, and, and that's funny, collective consciousness. Mm. The first time I'd ever heard that phrase was in acting class. My acting teacher taught me that, and um, our book, our acting book, was Zen and the, Arch of Ar- the Art of Archery. What an interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my She God. was very spiritual. Oh, my. Wow. She was staying in the moment and creative process, and I loved her. I well, do remember mm-hmm. I do remember acting classes where a lot of, sp- later on I was to learn a lot of spiritual exercises were done. And I'm like, wait a minute, didn't my, Im- <laughs> didn't my improv teacher use that actors? <laughs> See, this <laughs> is, and that's incredible. what I mean. Yeah, yes. there's, I think there's, um, and I've, I've spoken to this other actress that works at um, one of my favorite metaphysical stores. And mm. she said, yeah, actors, we have, because we have to be centered. We have to be in the moment. So I, I noticed that there's and a lot. And conscious. And conscious. Really yeah. focused. Yeah. Yes. Very focused. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so there's a lot of people in who are artists who are also very spiritual. I think it just, I mean, it goes hand in hand. That you're, they're spiritual. A lot of former um, actors, performers who move on to mm-hmm. mediumship or doing it both at the same time. But I've, I've noticed that there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. And even in like method acting, all of those exercises are sense exercises. Yeah. So isn't it fascinating that when is one is developing as a medium and as an intuitive, you're doing sense, sense. you know, soul sense <laughs> exercises, <laughs> which are essentially acting exercises, sort of, which is honestly kind of an odd experience. Isn't it strange we have to practice being a human being? right a conscious human being yeah a conscious human being like we're we're that we're that distracted that we're like okay so you can smell things and you can can taste things do you remember how to do that and it's like i think so but it's 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 just funny to me but it's beautiful also the you know how developing your intuition is essentially asking you on a deeper level to engage your life yeah just get in there and like be in the moment of it that's and I eat mindfully. <laughs> eat mindfully, and I would get the similar rush, like a great acting class, and then I'd have a great um, circle with my sisters, and I'd be like, "This is the same rush." Mm-hmm. And by sisters, I mean because I'm an only child, so you're going what? Mm. Um, by sisters, I mean my uh, spiritual, sisters, spiritual sisters, the goddess community, or a healing community, or yes. m- meditation yes. community. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going so to talk cool. about something that I'm so excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a misconception as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, astral projection and uh, remote viewing we want to talk about. And I brought that up to a good friend of mine. And uh, he went, oh, my God, that's terrifying. Didn't you see Insidious? And no, I didn't. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so because um, I, I know it as uh, just going in meditation and, and you know, going somewhere else. But I don't know if that's a great way to explain it. So explain. (laughs) Well, I think we collectively could come up with a term for this because I think it's, it's the idea of exploring your soul independent of your body. Ooh, I like that. That's a lot better. (laughs) And, and seeing what transpires. So I think there's many modalities to do that. It doesn't necessarily have to be the term of astral projection. I think there's a form of it in meditation when you yes. really hit that level where you're not aware of your physical body. Realization. Yeah. It's called realization. One of the main terms is realization. When you're, you know that you're a being separated from this physical form and it, it, 
it tra it's like you're suddenly projected mm. um, out your consciousness, your personality, your awareness. You feel connected to the universe, or it may be universal source or, or God. And then you know that your body, something hits, and you realize you are in, there's the physical body here, but you're there, but you do know you have a line of connection. Um, there's another word or phrase, silver cord, mm -hmm. is Oh, is I like that. that's a beautiful that visual. Well. Yeah. It's I'll, interesting. I'll stop and let No, 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 no. It's that. interesting they call it realization because that seems like something the brain would have an awareness of, and it doesn't sound like a soul term, you know, that all mm. of a sudden I've reached this point and now I'm having a realization. realization. <laughs> sounds like I need my brain for that, you know? It sounds like it, it, it almost seems like there could be a, a different spiritual perception for there, it, right? Well, there, there are Sanskrit mm. words also. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's in Samadhi that you see um, samadhi thank you <laughs> see i love her for this yeah one of the things i love so okay good. you said what you love about me in the last oh. episode your your capture of information oh my about god mythology and sanskrit and you are a font of information for all things metaphysical and i love that about you mm -hmm. i love your brain why seriously <laughs> oh my goodness big time you you had said it previously the feeling is that you've been given abilities possibilities and if you turn it into a work or something you do with other people you know, you're saying it so beautifully i have no reason to say it again except it's the feeling of, well, now I need to know more because I will be, I will have some responsibility here for other people and what's going on with them. And when I, when I was studying meditation, that's where this all came together for me. And it wasn't studying it, it was when I was asked to teach it and I could see what was going on for other people, but they didn't have the words for it. And I had, you know, a good starting body of, information and work but it woke up my intuition to be able to feel almost experience what they were experiencing so Oof. but then the need for me and I love study oh yeah Boy, oh, and just, words and you said that <laughs> yeah. too I absolutely do so wor yes words mm. study history mm. um, yes. the, the archaeology and philosophy of belief um, there's there are all kinds of practices you can go into so see it's it's just wanting to know those things and and um and I always say mom thank you because I think sometimes she's just so present and goes what you want to say is <laughs> she's right there <laughs> and I I feel blessed that I have you in my life because I love so thank you yeah <laughs> I have books. I love books. I love reading. Mm. But um, at the same time, I like to hear it. So mm. it, it's pretty much, yeah, there's this topic and I'll bring it up, you know, and on and, I, and, on and I will be talking and she'll know, mm. you know, whatever <laughs> topic. And I'm like, really? Okay. And I learn. <laughs> so that, that was one of the reasons for the podcast as well. Let, let's do a podcast because I want to learn a lot of stuff. You Me chose too. well. <laughs> Seriously. No, Thank I just, you. I, you always can, and I use you as a reference so often. Aww. Like, I'll think, who would know this? Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot too. I know. <laughs> I'm like, Anonymous said. Yeah. Aww. She taught me. Yeah. 
Well, that's lovely. Thank you. I'm sitting around all <laughs> shut. The, the Thank Encyclopedia Brinonica. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's the name of your book. There we go. So, <laughs> so um, I wanted to share like what my experience was the astral projection. I, that's the only term I thought it would be. Um, it was years and years ago. I was um, sleeping over at my best friend's house, and um, I woke up. And I could see my body. I was up here and I could see my body there. And um, which freaked me out. So I'm like, oh, my God, I left my body. I, I got to go back now. And so, boom, I went back in. But I went back so fast that when I opened my eyes, I was looking behind me. Okay. My body was this way, but I was looking there. Yeah. So I'm like, that's the all I can figure. Was that astral projection? I would put that more in out of body experience, okay. Which I think is a, the umbrella of astral projection. I think probably would cover that, but I think more specifically, that idea of being outside of your body with the awareness of it is an out of body experience, okay. And they're awesome. Yeah, the, the, his room though, um, there was interesting stuff happening. So I don't know if that's what brought it. There mm. was like a, somebody, something was there that wasn't supposed to be there. So it was like, yeah, I can't sleep you because it, it didn't feel safe. When, when it, ha- okay. Uh, see, okay. This brings up a whole thing. Yeah. I have noticed, um, people that are intuitively or are naturally intuitive, very young in their life, um, have massive intuition, but can do out-of-body experiences to avoid circumstances. Oh. Yeah. Almost like an abusive situation, but Um, psychically. It can be that. It can just be the soul's awareness that actually that's the house I chose to occupy, but I have free will (laughs) to kind of step outside if it gets a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let me just take a break. Um, Years ago, I was in a therapy session, and we were getting to some kind of topic, I guess, that might have been a little close for me (laughs) and um i all of a sudden was aware of the therapist saying my name over and over again and i came back into the room and she said austin where did you go and i was like i have no idea i just wasn't here wow so i think it it's very it's a very normal thing for a sensitive child to have that awareness but it can but that's one aspect of Mm -hmm. it because you're not necessarily aware of like you were that your body being outside um i love out-of-body experiences i think it's like (laughs) drugs without the drugs yeah yeah Yeah. now i kind of like i want to do it again yeah Yeah. so you can you can literally you just keep asking for it okay honestly because your soul knows how to do it um the challenge with it is that it will feel like for people that their body becomes rather rather heavy the physical body does but there's this awareness of the soul almost sitting up so like if, if a physical body is laying down like it's almost like your soul sits up in your body mm-hmm. so that would have transpired you just became aware of yourself mm-hmm. once you were actually out yes. yeah yeah so um the hard part is not to have your finite self go oh my god oh my god i'm out of my body how do i deal with this (laughs) yeah so um if you can allow and breathe through the experience it's really cool i've walked into my neighbor's house you know i mean i literally walked through a brick wall and went into their house and then the thought that brought me back to my body was i shouldn't be here (laughs) and and then i almost felt like i got yanked back into my body but the silver 
silver cord that you were talking mm-hmm. about is this this the idea connection. that it's almost like the umbil- spiritual umbilical cord that we have that connects our soul to the physical body. Mm. Yes. So as long as we're living, we'll have that spiritual connection within the physical body when we have the when we die the idea is that the silver cord just dis you know essentially disintegrates and then our soul is just separate from the physical Mm -hmm. body Mm. wow okay whoa deep thoughts i know my my very the the (laughs) experience that set me on this course because i did have experiences as a child coming in and out of body in a realization that my very first memory of being on earth, I had to have been less than six months old because I saw the house I was in where I was, where the bassinet was. And, um, and this, and my mother said, we moved. That's all, that's all fascinating because I was describing everything in the house, the hot corridor, uh, the kitchen on this side, bathroom on this one, bedrooms and so forth, and what the living room looked like. And she said, but we moved from there when you were five or six months old. And to this day, and I had an adult's take on things. I could just, I was just, you know, observing and taking information in. But I knew I was a baby, knew I was a baby. And being, you know, laid in that bassinet that was in the living room and so forth. And it was, so that stayed with me, but then cut to an adult and studying meditation was the very first time I had that samadhi experience of connecting to spirit. And I was sitting with my, I was fortunate because many people have had this and not had anyone around. They'll try meditation and that experience might happen for you. Sometimes it takes a while to get there, but you're, you now are connected to what feels like, I love the things that say the, that songs and uh, poetry that say touching the face of God, mm. because you feel you're in connection with this high divine intelligence. And that wasn't described to me. I knew that there was an expansion going on as I was studying meditation, but it was reaching that place where I was so encompassed and held, so beautifully held by spirit that suddenly my awareness came back to me and I saw my, I saw, I'm like, I'm a long ways away from (laughs) from my body. And you do snap in, but in teaching meditation, I've had many people have terrifying experiences. They're like, I didn't, I never wanted to do meditation again because I was by myself. I went to some place and went, <gasps> you become, it's like you become conscious or you feel like you're filling up with water or something and you snap back in and it's frightening for a lot of people. And that seems a little sad, but, um, but no, th- I said you did come back. That's what was going on. You were aware of what was happening and you were comfortable with being merged with your body in whatever ways you're comfortable with that and you wanted to be back there again. I had an experience that I think talks about that exact same thing because it was both of the just exaltation of something extraordinary yes. mixed with a what, what is going on. <laughs> <clears throat> I was in a class in a meditation and there was angel music playing. And so um, I didn't know it at the time that was it was an inspired piece 
written for the angel realm. Oh, Didn't no. know that. And that will so take I went yeah. up yes. to this dimension, I'll say, yeah. where um, I was keenly aware of the fact I was in front of a being that was very much more powerful and to the point where I could only take in snippets of it yes. so I could see a rise of a cheek and a, a, a waft of a lip. I mean, just very few things, but I knew I was in the presence of an angel, mm -hmm. one of the archangels. Mm -hmm. And it was extraordinary and I was emotional and it was just, it was the most beautific thing at that point mm -hmm. I had experienced. So then as I'm as I'm descending and I had this awareness of descending and coming back into I stopped at a level which I can only think of as what people might classically call the bardos and what it looked like to me was all ash and it was these figures that were running around trying to find the bones for their structure and it seemed to be only emotional and physical but not spiritual and what it would felt well, Bardos being, I think it's Purgatory? what classically people talk about as being like this in-between place. Okay. But it was so weird to be in this bandwidth where mm -hmm. there was no sense of spirit. It was just the mind and the body. And it was frenetic and stressful and dark Cold? and gray. I don't know if it had a temperature to it, but the, I, I it definitely was uncomfortable to yeah. it but I was witnessing mm -hmm. just these these people looking for themselves but mm -hmm. looking as mm -hmm. the physical self right. not as a spiritual being and then I came back into right. my body and I was like wow what the hell do I do with that I mean <laughs> it, was, I it was two that? completely different realities but it was really helpful because I, I realized the spirit world was showing me it's it's not people don't get stuck you know, because mm -hmm. that's a mental perception. It's a, consci yeah. it's a consciousness is what it is. Right. It is a mental and, and it's, it's a mental body even yeah. in the, with the physical. Yeah. That's going on. I wonder if it's, was it, was it souls that you saw or was it people's uh, who are on earth, their consciousness being frenetic, go, trying to figure it out. What's going on with my life? I'm, I'm feeling quote unquote insane right now. I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I think the soul encompasses all of ourselves. So it's both the, because it's the anima that distills from the collective consciousness mm -hmm. and individualizes to become a soul mm -hmm. that then animates the physical body. Yes. So when I was witnessing it, I was witnessing it as my soul watching what happens, I think, on a metaphoric level when people are just physical and um, like that finite self I was mm -hmm. talking about where it's just the ego, the emotions and the body. And there's no sense of spirit there and the freneticness to it. I mean, yes. it was just and it was all people for themselves. Yes. And it was competition and it was mm -hmm. all that happens when we don't have yeah. that awareness. We that don't there's a greater it, yes. purpose or a greater point to things. So there's been, a, yeah. To me, there's a dimension for everything. That would make sense. For I everything, like the way for all of our yeah. for all of the layers and vibrational levels of our hmm. consciousness, our way of thinking. Um, and, they, and they will, and if you have the ability to go into your fear, you are visiting some plane of that. Because it does feel like hell sometimes when you're in so much fear. That's that thought that, you know, a lot of people have, have said to me, my mother, who is very much a Christian, which was which is absolutely fine, but she, I was shocked because I was still really believing there's there's going to be a hell somewhere. And she said, we we were having a conversation 
after I was into um, yoga and meditation and the philosophy of yoga, and she said, isn't hell on earth? And I was like, mom, I don't think I've ever heard you <laughs> say that before. <laughs> and that was, that was very powerful. Um, there's, there's, I'm not going to be able to make, to say who said the quote, but that said, hell is for people who believe that they have to go through a hell in order to become whole or go, go to heaven. So that place, yes, consciousness or spirit provides and not, you know, it, it, it isn't the high light um, beings who are making it. You know, when we think, sometimes we think when we say spirit, for me, it's not only those family members who are in spirit, but it's the ascended masters. It's a God consciousness, the gods and goddesses, um, the angels and so forth. And, they, and all of them have their own realms, uh, my feeling is, from, and, and you mentioned that. Um, but it's this, it's, there, there are places for you to explore and experience everything. And isn't that what we're here for, yeah. many would say, uh, to experience all possibilities, the whole gamut, the whole spectrum of possibilities. So, but I did have an experience like that after years of meditation. And I, it was just in the time when I was... Um, meditating and connecting to spirit guides, there came a day <laughs> where something I was I came to some dark realm and a guide that I thought was my guide mm. that was with me looked different, felt dark, looked the same but felt dark. There was a smell or fragrance that wasn't heavenly but <laughs> at all, and I was like. I'm not in the same place I had been. Wrong <laughs> so number. I'm gonna, I will add to that, that that is just a strange experience. And it's possible for anyone to have also. But I think there's comfort with it because it is an extension yes. to me of the human experience, mm -hmm. not yes. a reality of the spirit world or yes. the universe. And I think there's that's where in this idea of dimensions, it's a great idea to contemplate because we create all everything everything yeah. so yes. it, it much in the sense that our creativity and our intentions create a certain powerful manifestation yes so does our fear yeah mm -hmm. and um there was one time another time i was coming back from a meditation and i dropped through uh, what do they call them what are the lines in the sky that the planes make the comp trails? Comp what are they the called? Chemtrails? Chemtrails. Chemtrails. I was dropping. I was dropping through the chemtrails. Chem you know, because there's all these conspiracy theories about chemtrails and all this stuff, and we're not we're not going into that. Yeah. That's a different show. That's, That's a, a different, different show. <laughs> Turn to another podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was I was going through the looking at Chem the chemtrails, and as I did, I saw all these souls in them. And I was, and they were from all over time. There were gladiators, and there were um, just all these people. And I was, and I went to my, you know, my spirit team, and I said, "Explain me what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> what was that?" And what they were saying was, "Those are the souls that are still connected to the human evolution because their lives were left with, and there was an aspect of their life." that wasn't fully evolved. evolved. So they okay. still hold a space mm -hmm. for the evolution of what didn't transpire within their soul to happen here. 
And I thought that was fascinating because there is, and we're kind of opening a big can of worms on this I one. Know. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. That's all right. Um, I think she has to come back. Souls. <laughs> yes, well, souls Part three. With yeah, um, okay. Souls Please. don't, to me, and I am, am apt to get a little bit of. Um, Philosophical? Well, no, I'm, oh. I think I, I may not agree have other people agree with me on this one okay. but this is That's what right. has that become right. my truth on okay. it i don't believe souls get stuck i believe when somebody either. dies they no. immediately transition i don't believe that there are ghosts and people haunting earth i think they are people remembering or they're inspiring something that needs to be transformed so much like in our memories when you think back if someone goes go back to second grade and think about the classroom there's an aspect of your soul that actually is physically in that classroom whether it exists now or not Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes when people see ghosts what they're actually seeing is time travel with the ability for the soul to go back to a different time and actually physically manifest there and it was proven to me which is kind of funky we have had a little of this conversation oh good. a couple <laughs> of different shows yeah. this is, this is so perfect so I was taking um, I was studying remote viewing with yes. um, and that's another subject we'll get to but I was studying right. remote viewing and I was about to leave for the conference and I was working out at home and I swear to God, I sensed this gentleman behind me and I looked and I was like, I don't recognize this man at all. And it turned out to be the guy who taught my the remote teacher. viewing class. <laughs> and I thought, oh, uh-huh. you sneaky little devil. You're checking in with people ahead of time to find out who they are before they come in class. Because mm-hmm. he's he used to work for the government. Like he was part that's, of Stargate. He was part of that whole program. Yeah. So yes. I and I never mentioned it to him because I just felt like I might be outing him in a way that may not <laughs> be appropriate. I was dressed. But <laughs> but, but no, I was actually thank, thank God, God. <laughs> I was just working out. But I was like, okay, all right. And then, but I didn't really totally put it together until after I took the class, and I realized what was possible with the soul and travel. And then I went, oh, you sneaky little <laughs> man. We but did very clever, actually. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. brilliant Making man. sure you were on time. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I did think he was Who just... Who all is going to be here? Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I think some yeah. people do before I think a class. They'll, they you know, I do. I sense into the people, but I also send them questionnaires so I can <laughs> make it legitimate instead of going, I'm singing to the students in my class. <laughs> yeah. That is so fun. Yeah, because um, that, I think, I don't know if we did do a show in honor or we were just Skyping and I said, because I love time travel. Yeah. I love it. And then I, I thought... <laughs> have you ever had that moment yeah that you're sitting there and you're like I feel mm. like I'm watching myself yep <laughs> you've gone to some other area yeah yes. and so yeah. I'm like yeah. that's time travel yeah yes. it also could explain deja vu in a way too yeah Very you know that so. aware of the soul already being aware of a moment and you're just having that that physical sensation of it wow the memory of it I remember talking about that in a college acting class um, the teacher was saying more performers have that deja vu experience. It just, you know, that plays out. Um, and so do world leaders, which mm. I think, and that's, and that's mm. being in that space of, I need to have a sense of what the world is going through or have a sense of what spirit is going through and what it is and it also speaks to how much i think the leaders of our countries and the world are inspired by intelligences greater than their greater own i mean there's so many stories einstein oh einstein yeah about being so aware That's of phenomenal. not his own ideas 
Thomas right. Edison, same thing. Lincoln. I mean, there's Leonardo. Lincoln. There's, a, yes. there's just, Leonardo I know, there's so many um, yes. the great thinkers of Greece all believed mm-hmm. and all had this awareness of something beyond themselves that was informing their conversation. I mean, it's just, again, there's, there's so much beauty in the exploration of the soul. Because on that level, you have access to everything. Yeah. So then it kind of makes the things that mire us down, you know, these... Well, he <laughs> said this, and I'm really offended. I mean, it just kind There's of puts no it in the context. Excuse. Like, are you really going to focus on that on all day? <laughs> you could be exploring the universe and bettering humanity, but okay. But that Twitter really that. pissed me off. But it's true. But right? it's you know, and I think. Yeah, but really. <laughs> but I, we have to be that way. It's no, part of the game. We have to be human beings. But I think, right. fortunately, there comes a point if you have the allowance and the awareness of your soul that you can start making conscious Other decisions choices. when you're going into that yes. mode of like yeah. okay time out <laughs> yeah I, right now i'm taking a, a little break from facebook as much because before i'd be like okay i'm just gonna yeah. distract myself and in, in the last few weeks i'm like no, yeah well, no. if you're conscious of something dragging you down all that means to me is when you're in a miserable place and you say to yourself i have no choice but to be here no absolutely you do because something is telling you there's a difference at that in that time somewhere in that <laughs> time when you're mulling things over and you become fearful or depressed or down in the dumps it really actually means you should stop and say what other choices do I have wait a minute there's I wasn't there before I'm in this space now so let me either go back to where I was or to somewhere else and therein lies meditation. Thank you very yes. much. That's very true. But just the yeah just the opportunity and I will say too just just to say it too after all these years of meditation you can choose where you go you are with your body the choice can be to be with your body if you have you met people who seem to live more out of their body than in their body that is a (laughs) choice or there may be a fear or something that they're they're acting on to keep them in that place but that is a choice and have you met people who've changed when you see them maybe years later and something about who they are, how they are in front of you and in the physical has changed? And I don't mean the years showing. No. Mm-mm. The energy no, has I've changed. S- there's some people that I've met, not many, but that every time I see them, I'm like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's what, usually the what, question. Are you, you are a chameleon. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the questions I had about um, astral projection. Yeah. Or I should say one of the myths, I think, mm. is um, in the religious, like, I grew up Catholic. My dad Mormon. My mom Catholic. And Interesting. Yeah. And then I went to Baptist school and Church of Christ school. Excellent, covering and all Catholic the bases. School. Now you just have Buddhism and a couple of <laughs> yeah, so I've picked them all. I've picked them all. Very yeah. cool. Wow. Yeah, I've yeah, I've got a lot of doctrine. <laughs> so, wow. um, you know, I was always told, uh, don't meditate, don't go into a trance because <laughs> something evil can come inside of you, mm-hmm. which is interesting uh, because they would. My dad's the one who got me into the psychic stuff when I was very little. So I'm like, yeah, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that wasn't coming from him. That was coming from the Catholic side. Like, don't, don't, don't meditate. Don't do this because y- you'll leave your body and then something evil will come in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a quiet mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah. It's in the Bible. It yeah, says in the Old Testament. Say that again, the quiet uh, it's mind. More, it's, it's not a, it, different translations say a little bit different things, but um, the idle mind, the oh. idle mind or the quiet mind, either one is the devil's workshop. But there's such a difference between idle and quiet. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I'd be fascinated to see where each, because the idle mind is totally different. Yes. See, because I, I just think that the mind is this blank space. Or silence. There's a big fear yeah. of silence. Yes. I will say that in, in some spiritual yeah. traditions. Yeah. Um, I, I think the key word in all of that is the perception of evil. It's not so much quiet or the mind or anything. It's good and evil. And I think we need, I think people need to make a very authentic decision about what is evil and if evil exists. And if it does exist, where does it exist? The concept of a power greater than our own is so helpful when it is purely delivered. God love human beings, but when human beings get involved in the process, there is a power that comes with aligning with that power. And that's when I think things get misunderstood and fear. So anytime there's fear incorporated in anything, it's the human being part of us that's, in yes. f- it, that's putting in something. And fear creates a need for power and control. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I can see where it would have behooved some religions to have this concept of evil and to define what they didn't know as evil, but in doing a fair amount of investigation, the only kind of evil I ever experience is from human beings. I've never encountered evil in the spirit world. Even dropping into that bandwidth that felt uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't fear. Mm-mm. There wasn't anything there. And I honestly feel we need to investigate fear much more profoundly because I think fear is our uh, is us five seconds from now, which is much more powerful. Mm-hmm. And we have a problem in the fact that we uh, we align something that we fear with something that's powerful. And we oh, all yeah. suffer mm-hmm. from not believing we are powerful enough. Yes. So I feel we have to reinvestigate evil. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. In going further with this topic, I have had clients come in and say there was something evil in my daughter's room or something um, that seemed dark and evil standing over me. And I listened to that for years. And I I actually, and again, it's true in my feeling of, of wanting to respect where people were, we would explore that. But it always, to me, came back to fear until a few years ago I started saying was the thing that you saw or the being evil or was it powerful and do you know the difference it has to be explored and actually every single time um, since then and some people have come back to say you know there's this being again and I've said was it evil or was it powerful and they've stopped and thought and said, I guess it was powerful. Yep. But then there's fear of that, I realize, too. Uh, we are afraid of our own power. Absolutely. What if someone else walks in who's powerful? Uh, we have fears of authority figures. Why not fears of, of higher beings you're not sure of? We would, I think we would all love to sit down with a high angelic being or 
um, <laughs> you know, a, a high spiritual being yeah. and talk with them, but there would be fear quite possibly. And I said, so let's explore what this is. And it always turns out it's often a spirit guide or it's, it's something coming oh. to teach, mm-hmm. um, someone coming to just be with you quietly, mm. but but very often the people I work with are also psychic, but maybe haven't studied for themselves or don't quite know. And this is an experience for them to get to explore. It's an opportunity for them to stand in their power. And, um, and we also don't know that we can speak up to beings. We can say, please don't. <laughs> please don't bother <laughs> please me today. <laughs> like, or I don't know who you are. Please show me. Um, but that goes into, boy, does that go into so many other yeah. topics. But, but I think it's it so is. beautiful that the spirit world gives us the, those uh, opportunities because yeah, really yes. what they're saying is we are equal. So yes. what you are sensing within me is absolutely within you. you so meet well. me in this space yes. and let us be one. Yes. And in that, I mean, when, when somebody can witness that, we did a meditation in Soul Centered Sunday, the, hmm. the hour class that I do, yes. just because I wanted people to feel the fullness of the power. And a couple of them, one gal actually felt Jesus with her. And I said, mm, she says, but it can't be Jesus. It can't be Jesus. And I said, why, why not? not? Why not? <laughs> I, said, I said, I honestly think the second coming of Jesus is when he's personal to us, when mm-hmm. we have that aligning, oh, when wow. it's a friend of ours, when it's somebody that we can be with and, and we can be in mutual company with. So once we got past that, it was such a gift to the whole group because then we could talk about Jesus as being mm-hmm. Friendly and and accessible and not this something that's on an altar where it's different and separate from me and I'm talking to it, not with Mm -hmm. it. My feeling is that then people will say, from what you had just said, people will say, but why, who am I that Jesus would talk to me? Yeah. And it's just, I think the sadness is that is... Jesus needs to be, it's not just Jesus, it's just, I mean, people, Again, well, it, this, bring, this, brings, this brings up so many different <laughs> subjects. Yeah. It brings up so many different yes. subjects because there is always this feeling that in some traditions that we can't talk to the spirit world or that's incorrect. However, we've been talking to Jesus forever. Yeah, at least we were taught to do yes. that, right? Yes, we so Jesus exactly. is accept- accessible and so are other consciousness However, in order to create those conversations, and really a soul conversation there for sure, you have to be in a sacred space because you could be touching into other dimensions that may not be as much of an authority where the information might not be as pure. But if you allow yourself to really access your soul and then invite that energy in, you'll be amazed at what you'll discover. Do you call that that raising your vibration? I call it being in your soul. Just being deeply mm. in, yeah, and being, in your having soul. a sense of whatever sacred is to you, whatever creating yes. that sacred space is for yeah. yourself to yes. remember that the human experience is an aspect of you. Yes. It's not the fullness yeah. of you. That's that perfect. The fullness of you is energetic. So <laughs> you can have energy conversations with a flower. Yeah. 
It's an amazing thing to do, but ask a flower. I'm going to sound like I, I've been <laughs> smoking quite. something before this conversation. I've <laughs> talked smoking about some talking flowers. to trees. Yeah. So but go ahead. No, yes. but <laughs> if you ask a flower its permission before you smell it, I promise you the experience will be will more be. profound. Because well, you're actually respectful. creating, it's respecting, it's what the Indians used to do, what the shamans, the but native shamans open, used to do. They will open themselves. But what it does yeah. is it engages a mutual respect. And that's essentially what we're doing when we're trying to have these conversations with souls in the spirit world, is and just creating a soul conversation. And I, I, this is maybe going a little further, but, you know, praying before you eat, mm. thanking, you know. Praying all the time. Yeah. Yes. Praying, all, yeah, thank you, you know. Yeah. And have you ever been into any part of nature where it felt like you weren't welcomed there? Um, I've I've walked in a couple of places and it's like why do I, this feels so weird? Why do I feel like I'm not supposed to be here? And then it's only to find a burned area not far away from there. So it's the experience of nature in that space. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Overwhelming. An imprint. Oh, I'm an imprint. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. this being what's going to happen. Which which speaks to here. earlier when we were talking about, you know, hauntings and things like that. Yeah, that there, there is. is an imprint that a soul will have I in totally a specific space, mm -hmm. but also the land can hold it too. Yeah. So yeah. in sh you know, in my shamanic studies, we yes. did a lot of time thinking about what sh an energy sh what what a space should hold and what does that look like? And it's part of the reason why I will never do work without being in sacred space. Because in that place, I'm inviting my soul to participate in it. Yes. And there's so much. Yes. In, my, I used to I have. So agree. <laughs> I thoroughly agree. Yes. I used to have, and I, I talked to Anand about this before, that um, as a kid, I would just um, get overwhelmed. And I'm like traveling right now, time traveling mm. right now, um, <laughs> at cathedrals and churches. Mm. Um, and I had to will myself to, when we went to Europe, I have, I was like, I have to experience these cathedrals, but oh, it yeah. was like, I can oh. feel it right now. It'd yeah. be like, <gasps> because yeah. you're walking into a field where the, there's what you're feeling is the potential of hope. Ooh. Every single person that walks into a church mm -hmm. for the most part has a desire to be healed mm -hmm. and an expectation of that. Yes. So what you're walking into is the intention being set consciously or unconsciously all by all the people walking in. Also the births and the deaths and the, oh. the weddings and everything that transpires in a church, it's a very sacred space. <sighs> so prayer. you're literally walking into a, a, an imprint that long mm. after the building is gone will still exist within that space. Centuries of it, yeah, I'd yeah. be, I'd be so, so many They're magical. And so many <sighs> cathedrals have been built on top. Mm -hmm. sacred cairns I had a trouble in uh, no. Malta I couldn't breathe in the cathedral in Malta I had gone to the goddess uh, ruins and then mm. we went wow. into one of the cathedrals and I was being constricted I couldn't breathe I had to leave mm. I just couldn't and, and then I think they told us that it was probably you know it was probably a goddess temple there at some point prior to that you just did a very interesting thing. You went, you're, I always watch people's <laughs> gestures when they're talking. And I'm very gestury. Well, but the beauty of it is, is that people will tell you what's going on with their energy body with their gestures. And you went so third chakra on that. <laughs> and the beauty of it is, is that you kind of closed it off. And the, the invitation I would say is I, I am experiencing you for the first time today. I don't think you know how beautiful and powerful you are. Oh, and I think you. what you were experiencing by going into that space was the potential of you and the resonation of all Capacity. that has been in that place saying, here's our sister. 
and it just being like, oh, wow, that feels really intense. <laughs> yeah. You know, and being like, I, and everybody, <laughs> everybody to some degree has that understanding. Trust me. Okay. And it's so beautiful because the third chakra is all about personal empowerment. So it's all that. So it, it, and the development of mediums is really about making a place and a space for you to get over your own cockadoodle-doo. <laughs> so you can be wow. a blank slate for someone else's soul yes. to take up space, you know? That is, that, yeah, she kind of just like... Pro- Progress. Great there. You know, like, WIP. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited too. Well, I'm excited because I wish, shall we make it an hour and a half show? <laughs> but I really wanted to introduce your second set of cards. Oh, that's yes. so nice of you. <laughs> that's so nice. So this particular deck of cards, the Divine Insight deck, um, was inspired from my soul gardening sessions. So I needed a mechanism Ooh. to be able to help people get out of the finite part of their thinking, their mind, you know, the part of their brain that gets emotionally attached to things, to be able to give them the soul's perspective and witness their life or their situation. All right, so I'm doing it again because I, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you should. You should. And I love tarot cards, but tarot cards, you could take an entire lifetime to learn. (laughs) So I wanted to create a deck that anybody could read from. Okay. Anybody could. So there are um, 13 color cards where the card is just a color. And that's a really fun one because people have like this totally blank look on their face like... It's red. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody has different ideas of what it. color means. So the important thing in it is, um, is to allow yourself to explore what the cards are and define it for yourself. So you're doing it's you can do readings for other people, but they really are great to be able to do a reading for yourself. So I could pull a card and then Absolutely. do my journal entry. Yes, you could. You could do. Yeah, I find people use it as a daily pull. Um, so let's see. Um, and it's and Nana, do you have a question? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I, she could. I, you could you read Anana. Okay. Oh, Ooh. okay. I'll be Let's witness. <laughs> oh dear. Let's see. Um, how am I? Well, <laughs> maybe this is big, but how am I doing during these retrogrades? With five planets in retrograde, how am I doing so far? <laughs> Do you want to make it more specific? Like, well, maybe what am I learning? Um, what am I gaining? What? Yes. What is the latest lesson? There we go. There we I go. like that one. I always have to tweak it a little. And pull three cards. Three cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are those gummy bears? They're gummy bears. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that awesome? Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Oh. Oh, so for our listening audience, the first card is a mound of gummy bears with one single gummy bear rising above. Okay, (laughs) I want to be very careful in my language to not describe what it is. The second one is a skull, and the third one is um, a post with lots of signs on it. Ah, all right. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So. What I'm feeling is fun. There's a lot of fun to be had. You're, you're, um, I know that you've had fun. So I like the knowledge of that, that you had some time down, you had some downtime, Mm. you had some vacation. So that was Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Um, 
even it's a smiling a smiling skull but i think it also means um that it's time to leave something and happily move on to something else mm. um mm. so like a transformation or a yeah mm-hmm. change but oh. happily it's not it's not going to be a tough one it's a happy one and right. i know there was a question um about your business mm. moving forward and mm. i think that's like confirmation yeah go ahead it's time it's mm. time it'll be okay <laughs> it's not going to be painless it feels like you think it's going to be painless but look it's smiling mm-hmm. ah all right and it's then fine. um this just makes me think travel which inanna does do a lot of travel mm-hmm. yeah I'm hoping we can both do some it's traveling. Yeah. It's yeah. actually happening more. So yeah, she's doing a lot of travel, way? so there's Which more direction? to come. Yeah, there's mm. very much more to come. Yeah, I keep I keep picturing us like going to like Lilydale together and doing the show. Oh yeah, mm. or going. Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Fun. I'm like, could you imagine the, the other Disneyland? <laughs> yes, other <laughs> Disneyland. I like, I like all the colors. Yeah, in the background. Too. Yeah. No, you did a really nice job. Because the beauty of it is, is that different people will see different, different things. things. So I'll chime in on the back end of that Please. real quick. Um, I think, first of all, the fact that you have an awareness that Mercury's in retrograde is, is being applauded. Oh. Because <laughs> it gives you a different way of looking at your circumstances instead of getting caught into what everybody else kind of gets caught into. Um, I g- love the transformation angle that you brought up. I think it's brilliant. I think there's great gratitude with it, but I think it's a deeper transition than you realize because you have been in the shadows and you haven't been one to stand out, which I've witnessed in the past. And I love how the gummy bear is rising to the top, which was mm, your one, language, so I'm giving it back lone. to you. And then <laughs> the last thing I'll say right. is that the sign card to me, just in this particular connection with you, um, I would really allow yourself to not think you have to go in one direction but to give yourself the gift of understanding that multiple paths are fine yes and not to stress about the way something looks but just to let it Mm. be exactly as you feel it in the moment and then let it go because i think the middle card that skull is really asking you to let go of things and not hold on to them so much and do it with gratitude trusting the fact that you're fine (laughs) (laughs) actually i that i i appreciate both of those and i absolutely see what this one this one with the signs crossing actually does feel like that to me like there are all kinds of possibilities mm-hmm. so and i just beautiful. realized these thank are you mo- both for thank the reading yeah you're welcome thank you Ooh. thank you for letting me yeah. do that yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah all they're right. fun and the fun thing about the shape because they're hexagonal is that you can like put them all together and it always makes a circle and it's it looks like a honeycomb so it connects everything so it, it's also such a curative process sometimes for people to see what feels disconnected to come together seeing them come together yeah. that's what i liked about yeah. it where those corners meeting yeah they're very making fun. kind of a journey so that kind of takes us into the where Sorry. can we find those those well <laughs> yes, um those <laughs> presently exist on my website which, which is, is austinwells.com a-u-s-t-y-n-w-e-l-l-s.com okay and and you have and a book then, coming out? Yes, and I have a book coming out. Shameless promotion. Please. Me. 
Soul Conversations, a medium reveals how to cultivate your intuition, heal your heart, and connect with the spirit world. No, the divine. Yikes, that was with the, the old divine. one. Yes. There you go. Um, <laughs> they just wanted this, to make this is on, yeah, This is on Amazon. And <laughs> so exciting. Um, and it comes out, yes, pre-order. And it comes out February 2nd, 2019. Yes. So. That's really groovy. Coming up sooner than we think, actually. Yes. <laughs> the way time oh has my been God. flying. Yes. And you have a couple dates coming up? Yes, um, I do. Yes. I will be in Santa Barbara, August 24th through the 27th. I'll be teaching a mediumship single day intensive there. In San Francisco, the following weekend, the beginning of September, I'll be teaching a two-day mediumship intensive up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a soul-centered Sunday m- uh, monthly class that I teach that you can find on my website. Austinwells.com. And <laughs> since we, t- we um, I'm also teaching a really fun class in um, Santa Barbara on October 20th with my dear pal, AJ Barrera, and we're oh, exploring AJ. physical mediumship, which is going to be very fun. <laughs> it's going to be super <laughs> duper fun. I think I just pictured myself like traveling yes. up north quite a bit. <laughs> and I'll be one other thing, the Afterlife Conference, November 1st to the yes. 4th in Orlando, Florida, which is a gorgeous swan song to everything afterlife and spiritual connections to the afterlife and scientists and people that explore all that. I'm fortunate to be on the board of advisors on that one, so I feel very um, integrated into it, but it's an amazing thing. Yeah, it's really lovely. So um, I have a little inspirational quote for today. Yes, please. Um, I love this one, and this is by L. Merrill Root. We need a renaissance of wonder a need to renew in our hearts and in our souls the deathless dream, the eternal poetry, the perennial sense that life is miracle Mm. and Mm. magic. Mm. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Austin Wells. (laughs) Truly a gift. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I know we you are honored. Yes, yeah. so much. Wow. Yeah, I love. I love the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's wonderful. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Austin Wells. Thank you, Paul Preston. Thank you, Thank David you, Shostak. Um, thank you everyone for joining us and I hope you had fun. We had a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us in cruising in the light and shadow. This is Anana Moon. This is Sheila Kicha Marie. Reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. And in magic and miracles. (laughs) Om Shanti. Hello, everybody. This is Anana Moon. Um, On August 24th, my friend Francine Ong and I are holding an intuitive mediumship evening we channel for you and we bring forth guidance and we look forward to seeing you this is at open eye crystals you can find the information on my website on august 26th i'm holding an intuitive development workshop so i am hoping to see you at indigo alliance again Um, That's 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. It'll be a lot of fun and a lot of good information to help you say, I knew I was intuitive all along. Um, Again, my website is inanamoon.com. That's I-N-A-N-N-A moon.com. Thank you.